Jaya Gopi Janavalabha Giri Bharadhari Giri Bharadhari Yashoda Nandana Bhajra Janaranjana Yashoda Nandana Prajjana Ranjana Jamuna Tirabana Chari Jamuna Tirabana Chari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Gopi Janabalabha Kirivaradhari Gopi Janabalabha Kirivaradhari Yashodanandana Prajjana Ranjana Yashodanandana Prajjana Ranjana Yamunatiravanachari Jamunati Ravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Srila Prabhupada Ki Anantakoti Vaishnava Vrindi Ki Gvantaraj Simad Bhagavatam Ki Nitai Gora Premanandi Namaste, Sasvata Devi Gurubhani Pacharani, Nivasisamadi Pastachate Satarani. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya.
ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भागवते वासुदेवाय Reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, The Science of God. Chapter 5, Prahlad, the saintly son of Hiranyakashipu. Text number, what's our text number? 19. Uh, one person, speak. 39. Okay. Um, what we might do is just chant the first, what's up on the board? Two slokas or one? Two. We'll just chant the first one. <coughs> and this is just a translation, there's no purport, so. Uh, just to expedite things. Nairitas te samadishta Bhatra Vai Shulapanayaha Tigmadamstra Karalasyas Tamrasmasru Siro Ruhaha Nairitas Te Samadishta Bhatra Vaishulapanayaha Tigma Damstra Karalasyas Tamras Masru Siro Ruhaha Naritas Te Samadhishta Bhatravai Shulapanayaha Tigmadam Strakaralasyas Tamras Masru Sirodaraha Nairataste Samadhishta Patra Vaishulapanayaha Tigma Damstra Karalasyas Tamras Masru Sirodaraha Nairitas Te Samadhishta Patra Vaishulapanayaha Tigma Damstra Kamalayas Tamras Masru Sirodaraha Ladies Naritas Te Samadhishta 
The demons, te, they, samadhishtaha, being fully advised, bhatra, by their master, vai, indeed, shulapanayaha, having tridents in their hands, tigma, very sharp, dumpstra, teeth, karala, and fearful, asyaha, faces. Tamra smashru, coppery moustaches. Siroruha, and hair on the head. Okay, the demons, Rakshashas, the servants of Hiranyakashipu, thus began striking the tender parts of Prahlad Maharaja's body with their tridents. The demons all had fearful faces, sharp teeth, and reddish coppery beards and hair. <clears throat> and they appeared extremely threatening. Making a tumultuous sound, shouting, chop him up, pierce him. They began striking Prahlad Maharaj, who sat silently meditating upon the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Okay. Pare Brahmanyanir Deshye. Bhagavat Yakilat Mani. Yuktat Manya Phalas Asan. Apunyas Yeva Satkriyaha. Even though a person who has no assets in pious activities performs some good deed, it will have no result. Thus the weapons of the demons had no tangible effects upon Prahlad Maharaj because he was a devotee undisturbed by material conditions and fully engaged in meditating upon and serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is unchangeable who cannot be realised by the material senses and who is the soul of the entire universe. Um, could somebody uh, grab some tissues for me, please? <coughs> mm, okay, so...
Purport Prahlad Maharaj was constantly and fully engaged in thought of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As it is said, Govinda Pariram Bitaha. Govinda Pariram Bitaha. Let's have a look. Oh, that's not in that verse. Okay. Lamaraj engaged himself always in meditation and thus he was protected by Govinda. Just as a small child on the lap of his father or mother is fully protected, a devotee in all conditions is protected by the Supreme Lord. Does this mean that when Prahlad Maharaj was attacked by the demons, the Rakshashas, Govinda was also attacked by the demons? This is not possible. There have been many attempts by the demons to hurt or kill the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but he cannot be injured by any material means because he is always in transcendence. Therefore, the words pare brahmani are used here. Pare brahmani, which means in the Supreme Absolute. The demons, the Rakshashas, can neither see nor touch the Supreme Lord. Although they may superficially think that they are striking the Lord's transcendental body with their material weapons. Hmm. Okay. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is described in this verse as Anirdeshye. We cannot understand him to be in a particular place, for he is all-pervasive. Moreover, he is Akilatma, the active principle of everything, even material weapons. Those who cannot understand the position of the Lord are unfortunate. They may think that they can kill the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his devotee, but all their attempts will be futile. The Lord knows how to deal with them. Om Agyana Timirandasya Gananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Jaina Tasmaye Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam jena bhutale Swayam rupakadamahiyam Padati svapadantikam Mukam karoti vachalam Pangum lankayate gurim Yadkripa tamaham bande Sri gurum dinatavinam Govinda parirambitaha can somebody look that up? Govinda Parirambitaha. Prabhupada more or less says that Prahlad Maharaj was protected 
by Govinda, by Krishna. Right? So I, I suspect that's what Govinda Parirambitaha means. Parirambitaha means being embraced. Embraced. Being embraced, yeah. Right. Yeah. Now it must be somewhere, it must be in another. It's not in that verse. It's not there either. Chapter 4. Uh -huh. Let's have a look. 38. <coughs> That's proper referring to it somewhere. Is that the last verse? No. Here we are, yes. Govinda Parirambitaha Asina Pariyatanashnan Sayana Prapiban Bruvan Nanu Sandata Etani Govinda Parirambitaha Govinda Parirambitaha by the Supreme Personality of Godhead who enlivens the senses, being embraced. Mm. So, Prabhu Maharaj is, uh, is the exemplar, the example of pure devotional service. And in that um, pure devotional service, protected by Krishna, So we can see what a wonderful devotee uh, Prahlad Maharaj is. It's unique, you know, that there are many instances in history where devotees of Krishna have been killed. <laughs> the life of a devotee it's not always easy. Well, and sometimes as a result of their faith in God, the devotees are killed. But here is a unique example. Um, Prahlad Maharaj is such an exalted devotee that even though he was being attacked by the demons <clears throat> who were, it's described here, Chop him up, <laughs> cut him into pieces, 
right? And they were effectively attacking him with their weapons, right? That's what's described here. Yet, because of his um, exalted, exalted, exalted um, consciousness, he couldn't be he couldn't be harmed both externally and internally but because of his internal his internal meditation his deep absorption in his relationship with krishna the external uh, effects if you like were inconsequential Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, they say they say in you know if there's a re if there's a, a video on YouTube and it's showing some dangerous behaviour, then usually they say don't try this at home, right? So you know, just because we're devotees doesn't mean we can walk in front of cars and you know, do, do outrageous things and think, I'm a devotee of Krishna, so therefore I'll be protected. I can do what I like. Huh? This, this kind of, this defiance, if you like, of the laws of material nature uh, can only really be achieved by very, very advanced devotees. Huh? Just like we see with Raghunathdas. He was, and the Goswamis, they were sometimes only sleeping one hour a night, resting. And, and Raghunath Das was eating, was drinking buttermilk, you know, a few drops every second day. Right? And, and the sustenance of these devotees comes from their spiritual, deeply spiritual meditation, absorption. And so the need for material sustenance is not required. Right? So we see that here with Pallad Maharaj, uniquely placed and uniquely protected by Krishna such that the demons are attacking him and you know he's just a small boy and so they could have easily destroyed him but because of his deep connection to the Lord, who's indestructible, is the point, that, and, and is mentioned here in this verse. Pare deshye, Bhagavat Yakilat Mani. Yukta Atmani. So, Prahlad Maharaj is meditating on Krishna who's within everything. But here especially, anirdeshye, not perceivable by the senses. Huh? And certainly not perceivable by somebody like Aranyakashipu. Huh? The devotees are able to see Krishna within everything. You know, 
When a materialist comes to the temple and sees the deity, then all he sees is stone and wood and metal. But when a devotee comes to the temple and sees the archer Murti, they see Krishna. And Krishna reciprocates, even, even will talk to them. Huh? And so devotees is able to perceive the presence of the Lord within, and, and this is the, you know, the, the a quality of a devotee, or the first characteristic of a devotee is shraddha, faith. Faith that within everything there's, there's the hand of Krishna moving everyone and everything. What is it? Uh, um, um, the overseer and the permitter, Upadrashta Anumantascha. He sees that. Everything within the creation is moving according to the plan of God. There's no accidents. Huh? Or if there is an accident, that just means you don't know what the cause is. Causes our previous, our past karmas. If there's negative reactions or positive reactions. And there's that hidden... That's why Queen Kunti prays to, to Krishna, please draw back the curtain of Maya so I can see you, right? That's what a, a devotee prays. So I can see you more clearly. So there's that understanding, that shraddha, faith, that within everything the, the Lord exists and, and is indestructible. He's not with the... With the coming and goings of the material energy, the Lord is not affected, not influenced, doesn't change, remains the, the steady, what is it? Kutashta, that's, that's the, the steady um, principle within everything. The life force within everything is ultimately coming from Govinda. And Prahlad Maharaj is meditating on, on this so deeply that even though he's being attacked by the, the demons, he's not being harmed at all. <clears throat> Afala Asan Apunyasya Apunya, apunya, without piety, right? Yep. So the comment, the the, the comment here is: um, those who are demoniac, even if they perform good deeds, they won't get any positive results from their activities. 
The demons are not able to see Krishna within anything. They deny the existence of God. And so in that, um, in their pious activities, sorry, well, even in their pious activities, so-called good activities, they're not able to approach um, a proper understanding like that of a devotee. And so even though they're trying to, they try to destroy Krishna, right? that was Hiranyakashipu's program, try to destroy God, or destroy an understanding of God, destroy the devotees, right? break the deity. Right? There's the nature of a demon, is to try to break an understanding or a conception of um, God. Um, but because the Lord is um, undiminished, even by the activities of the demons, he can't be destroyed. They want to destroy him, but he can't be destroyed. And here we see, because of Prabhupada Maharaj's connection with, with Krishna, he couldn't be destroyed either. Quite amazing. An inspiration. Prabhupada Maharaj is quite unique. And protected, ultimately, protected by Nishringadev. Why the devotees is why we pray to Lord Nishringadev for protection. Because we can see here, um, Pallad Maharaj is such a wonderful devotee that even his material body is being protected. Right? But this is for, this is for special devotees. Like I said, don't try this at home. <laughs> this is... This is you know, we should understand our limitations. We may have a, a strong affinity and we feel protected by Krishna, but at the same time, we can't defy the laws of material nature like Pala uh, Maharaj is, is able to, because he's a very, very special um, devotee. Yeah. And difficult to understand, Prabhupada makes a point here. He's aniradesya, which means he's not in one place. Huh? He's everywhere. Everywhere. And of course this is why people with a limited fund of knowledge think he's everywhere, so therefore he can't be in one place, as in the form of a deity, or even in the form of his, in, in his spiritual form. Huh? Spread everywhere means... Um, no, no body, right? no form, in one sense. And of course, that, that's the unique feature of Krishna is that in the form of the uh, Brahman, the Brahman feature, he's within everything. And even as the Paramatma, he's within everything. Right? And imperceptible for the, well, for most, well, even the devotees, Krishna remains hidden. Huh? Even for the devotees. But of course, 
we understand also that he has a, a form. That's why, you know, every morning we, we offer our prayers to, to the Lord. Angani yasya shakalendriya britti manti pasyanti panti, etc. Right? He has a form, right? And the interesting thing about his form, Obo Mamaji, his form, or each of the limbs of his form can perform the function of all of the others. Whoa. <clears throat> Who wouldn't like a form like that? That sounds quite attractive, right? Of course, that's why he is attractive, because he can do anything with any one of his limbs so um, quite a challenge especially for the materialists because it's very difficult how, how do we resolve a person who's everywhere right but uh, simultaneously in one place as a person right but not only that, simultaneously in more than one place because he has also different manifestations of his form. Very, it's totally bewildering for the, uh, the materialistic conception of, of life. Uh, and I mentioned this the other day, we, we, have, we have this conception that God is one, right? But he is many, right? Same with the guru. He is one, but he's many. And it's just, this is, you know, it's illogical in one sense. From a material perspective, from the material conception. But of course, Krishna's form and his manifestations are not of the material platform, they're of the spiritual platform. So in that sense then, he can be more than one person. And in fact, he adjusts his form according to the desires of his devotees. Right? And, and that's why Prahlad Maharaj is such a wonderful example of a devotee, because the Lord appears to protect his devotee, you know, and who's his, his mother? Who's Lord Nishringadev's mother? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pillar. Huh? And out of that pillar, he comes as a half man, half lion. It's like, whoa. So that's just... Uh, Thoroughly inconceivable. So he's one, one God, right? We say monotheistic. We believe in one God, but he's polymorphic, right? He has multiple forms. One and that, you know, that's just incredible. 
So we see here, Prabhupada Maharaj has that deep uh, understanding of an, an absorption of uh, Krishna's form, and, and in, in and in this case, Krishna's um, protection. And that's evidenced by the fact that the demons attacking him couldn't do anything to him at all. So, and Prabhupada says here, he is Akilatma, the active principle of everything, even material weapons. But at the same time can also withdraw that power, right? He's the potency within the material weapons, but he's withdrawing it, that potency to protect his devotee. This is, this is inconceivable. Hmm. We cannot understand him to be in a particular place, for he is all-pervasive, yet we see that he uh, manifests himself from from the pillar, which is which is just a material a material um, um, manifestation of of the uh, um, earth, if you like, right? Gross, grossest, the grossest of material energy. So um, this is quite a meditation um, for us to think about here today. You know that he, the Lord is everywhere. Uh, that he's the energy within everything. And um, that he protects his devotee. You know, we see that with Krishna in Vrindavan. And uh, all of the devotees just boldly walked into Agasura, right? And they're singing, you know, Govinda Jaya Jaya, Gopala Jaya Jaya. They're not worried about the fact that, you know, they're just about to walk into the smelly belly of the, of a, you know, the demon. Just completely dependent upon Krishna, who protected them, right? Yes. Mm. So, um, that protection may manifest in different ways. In this particular case, it's unique that, that Prabhupada Maharaj is completely protected by the mercy of the Lord and that the demons couldn't couldn't affect him couldn't couldn't harm him so Prahlad Maharaja's character and the character of Lord Nisringadeva wonderful meditations for the devotees
Does anybody have any comments or questions? Can you tell us about Sarva Marmisu, the last word? The what? Last. <coughs> Sarva Marmisu. Uh, Thank you. Smashra Siroruha means uh, coppery moustaches and hair on the head. <laughs> Is that the word? That you want to, yep. yeah, that's what it means. So they, you know, they're redheads. That's what it means. Redheads, demons. Demons have red hair. Redheaded people are known to be fiery, right? And what do we call somebody who's got red hair? <laughs> huh? hey? Bluey. Yeah, we call them bluey. Don't ask me why we call a redhead bluey, but that's, that's always been the case. I remember when I first went to work at the zoo, there was a guy that I just do. He was a redhead and we always used to call him bluey. Hey, blue, what's up? It says here, even though a person who has no assets in pious activities performs some good deed, yeah. it will have no result. Yes. Can you explain what that means? Well, um, uh, uh, Prabhupada's using that as an example to illustrate how the uh, demons in this case attacking Prahlad Maharaj weren't able to do him any harm, right? And the verse states that an impious person, even if he does good karma, won't get the, the uh, results of his satkriya, right? Sat is the word that's used in that, at the end of that verse. So even though they perform pious activities, because on the whole, everything they do is impious, Right? This is my understanding of it. So even though they might perform some pious activity, because of the magnitude of all of their impious activities, they won't get any tangible benefit from some small amount of piety. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That's my understanding of it. Satkriyaha. And it's afala, isn't it? Doesn't it say? Yeah, it says there. Uh, oh, wait a minute, not looking at the right verse. Here we go. Afala asan apunya shiva satkriyaha. So, so you, you can see there's a there's a there's a contradiction there. Apunya, apunya, 
Apunyasieva. That means impious people. That means most of the time they're doing uh, vikarma. And so it says here, satkriya, they might do some good, but because they're basically apunya, everything they do is inauspicious, that little bit of satkriya doesn't bear any real fruit. And so therefore it says here, afala. Afala means fruit. And afala means no fruit. Yeah. Anything else? Sibya, what's your question for today? Haven't got one? Oh no. What is the state of the world? <laughs> okay, all right. I have to go. I've got a, I'm attending a conference. It takes me half an hour to get there and I've got five minutes to go home and get changed. Pralab Maharaj Ki Jai, Lord Nishingadev Ki Jai, Gora Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai. Hare Krishna. Thank you.